And now, weighing in out of the blue corner, Josh the Pong Thompson. 100%. And on the other mic, he weighs in from the red corner, Big John McCarthy. Well, go ahead. They're talking about Josh the Punk Thompson on that right pog, there. Pog, Josh pog, Josh the Pog Thompson. Pog, no, pog. Come on, baby. That is the weighing in podcast, and we are here coming to you a little bit late, but there's reasons behind it. And we want to talk about the UFC that just occurred with Caitlin Vieira and Holly Holm. And there's a whole lot more. There was Eagle FC out there. There was one FC and some great grappling matches. There was even some exhibition boxing going on. We're going to talk about all of it. My man, how are you doing? I know you had a rough weekend here. <laughs> yeah, a lot of emotions going on, man. We're uh, I'm closing my gym down and uh, making a move over to uh, a bigger brand new facility so but there's a lot of memories in a small box gym so you know i think for me it was like a lot of the younger kids basically saying like hey you know this is where i started and i'm gonna miss this spot and it was a little rough parents you know being very um being very positive talking about how much of an impact you have like that's the thing you and i were talking a little bit you don't realize the kind of effect you have on other people when you own gyms you know in a pot and mainly in all positive ways but it's um until they bring it back, like you just like, ah, whatever. It's like, you know, this is what I do. This is what I, and now, yeah. now the reality hit me and I'm like, damn, you know, this is my, my gym was my, my, almost like my first baby. It was like, just, it was per, I, I loved everything about it. I grew it and made it even bigger, took over two spots. Like, dude, I grew it to the point where, you know, successful. And, and then now too, with the COVID kind of disappearing a little bit, all the old members now are talking about, you know, they're all been coming back and slowly trickling back in. And this party that I had to close the gym, they're like, oh, we're, we're ready to come back. And I'm like, yes, that ain't going to happen. So, but I mean, like I said, we're moving on to bigger and better locations, um, making some adjustments and uh, that'll happen in the next couple of weeks. So all the members will go there, you know, and uh, it's, it's worked out perfectly. There is a, little, a lot of emotions though. It's tough. You know, no matter what you start a business and a gym is a business and it's not an easy business. Everyone's the best part of owning the gym is, you'll have this and, and you try to make it look as good as possible because that's what gets people inside. And then you do all these things mm -hmm. and they think, everyone looks and goes, oh, you're rich. <laughs> and you're going, no, this is costing no. me money. It's not making me any money. I'm putting money into it every month to keep it. The door is open right now because in mm -hmm. the beginning, that's the way it is. And you hope to get enough members to where all of a sudden you don't have to put any money into it. It's just breaking even. And you're yeah. so happy. And it's like, yeah. but everyone looks at it and they think, oh, you're making a lot of money and you're not. It's gym business is not something that small gyms make a lot of money. They just don't, you know, it's just not yeah. what it is, but you do it for other reasons and what you're talking about, especially the kids. That's the reasons, man, because you get more out of it by watching them grow, watching them become confident, watching them understand that they, you know, they can do things to you know protect themselves at times or they can do things to win competitions and as they get older and grow and you watch them you watch them develop into high school and then into college you go man that kid yeah. started off at seven years old at my place and look at him now and it, it makes I you know. feel good it's crazy some of the kids i have now they're like graduate they're in college at, at chapman like chapman oh, yeah. university or they're like you know, they're off at other schools and you're just thinking to yourself, like Pepperdine, at Chapman, at like USC. Like, I was just like, these kids, they yeah. they were with me when they were 10. You know, here we are nine years later, they're in college. I'm like, shit. 
You're old. Big <laughs> man, I'm old. I'm old. But it's great though, because then you know all their brothers and sisters still train at the gym, or you know the parents are still here at the gym. So you know, a lot of emotions in terms of like I said, I didn't think it was going to affect me, but then as they started saying goodbye and talking about memories, I'm like, jeez, man. Yeah, it got me a little bit. It's it got rough. Me a little bit. Yeah, I'm such a pussy. <laughs> So, oh man i started so like weak. almost whining i started whining through text to you and dave dave was like oh my god shut up <laughs> <laughs> that's dave, that's dave letting his sensitive side go <laughs> yeah yeah i don't have a sensitive uh, side. all right well You're let's get let's get into fella. some of the the stuff that you know is people punching other people in the face which is the important part of life right now yeah let's get into the ufc first we had a main event with Holly Holm against Caitlin Vieira. What did you think of the fight? All right. It is hard times out there. We've got all kinds of things going crazy. Gas prices are crazy. Food is going nuts. And one of the things that is hard to buy is quality meat for your family. Butcher Box is the answer. I am telling you right now, that is the greatest system for you to get quality beef, chicken, and wild fish. It is awesome. I love when that box comes to my door and I can take and put all of that into my freezer or just right away open it up and start cooking. Butcher Box is the best. Butcher Box sources all of their meat from their partners with the highest standards of quality. No more searching that grocery store for the, you know, the, the nasty stuff that's out there. This is 100% grass-fed beef, free-range organic chickens, and wild-caught seafood. This is the best thing that you can do for your family. It's healthy. It's quality. We are true believers in Butcher Boxes. They source all of their meat out from only people that do the right things with the animals. You need to get to Butcher Box. Josh is going to tell you exactly why. Well, for me, it's the, the hand delivery. Basically, it comes already frozen, stuck right on my doorstep. I don't have to go to the grocery store. The price right now of, of, of ribeyes, chicken, all of those things, even at Costco where you buy big, you buy everything in bulk, is really expensive. So this right here with ButcherBox, with our promo code, okay, they give you a little bit of a discount. But on top of it, they give you some free food. We offer different deals, John, and that's the biggest thing. Our first set of deals that we have with them was two pounds of ground beef for the life of your membership, for the right. life of what you sign up. That one there. Now, John's going to spit you off another deal that ButcherBox is offering if you guys use our promo code WAYINGIN. This is awesome because I love the fact that it comes to the house, I throw it in the freezer, it's still top-level grade-A beef, and on top of it, it's all, like you said, grass-fed, free-range. You know, it's Wild perfect cut. for what you want to put. You want to put it into your family's body to make sure that it's that we try to live a healthy lifestyle john and i because john looks 80 i look 22 you know we try to make sure that we we continue to look this good at our old age no better way than put good food in your system so this is the best way to do it with butcher box it comes it comes delivered you don't have to worry about it, it comes frozen ice packs in it you can take it right from there to the freezer it makes it easy for serving when it comes up to your family and, and preparing for dinner that night that's what's the most experience for me free shipping in the continental u.s so you don't even have to worry about that butcher box right now is offering new members a free grilling bundle and that bundle is awesome with your first order this is something you don't want to miss out on. So sign up at butcherbox.com slash weighing in, and you're going to get two 10-ounce ribeyes, 
five pounds of chicken drumsticks and a pack of burgers for free. You can't ask for anything more. That's butcherbox.com slash weighing in to claim this deal. Do it and do it now. Uh-oh. Um, well, look, I didn't get to watch it live. I had to watch it yesterday. And um, and everyone kept texting me, oh, Holly got, she got robbed. She got robbed. And I'm like, I went she back and watched robbed. the fight. I actually had Holly losing. Well, I know you, you said you had you had Holly winning. I did. I had okay. her winning. I had her winning 3-2. Yeah, see, I had her losing 3 2. Okay. I had her winning the first and the fifth, and I had her losing uh, 2 3 and 4. Well, you need to talk and, You need to talk to your boy DC because one of you is wrong because DC is saying that she got robbed. No. Right? No. I don't think, yeah. I got a lot of love for DC, brother. But here's the other thing, too, is when I bet when you were there in person seeing the sidekicks, you know, she dropped with a sidekick, but it was just a push, basically a pushover. A pushover. Well, she she stepped in the same yeah. time she threw the sidekick and caught her off saying. balance and sat into her butt, but didn't knock the wind out of her, didn't hurt her. So the other thing is that I've noticed is Dean Thomas hit it right on the head. Yeah. She has slowed she has slowed down. She has. And there's nothing you can they no. were talking about it, consistently talking about it. She's pushing her punches, she's laboring to get them out. She was the slower fighter, and I don't know if I've ever seen her be the slower fighter. She was slow. You know, and it's just like everything was forced. It was like you could tell there was a lot of effort, you know, um, to throw every shot. The sidekicks, the, the oblique kicks, all of those things. It was like pushing and laboring to get him out there. The other thing, she was just walking down the strikes. She would throw her one, two, three, like her straight, you know, straight one, two, three. But it was taking forever to get there. And she, and and look... She is a fantastic fighter. She always has been. Whether it's boxing, kickboxing, you know, MMA, she is a fantastic fighter. Yeah. But there just it always comes a time where you can tell she doesn't take damage like she used to. Taking a to. shot, she like she got hit a couple times, and Vieira is slow. She's not a fast fighter. If you watch her and Misha, Misha looked fast compared to her. Misha's not a fast fighter. Well, you're just She's saying everybody's fast. slow. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> I mean, they all run faster than eight minute miles. So <laughs> it's all that matters. Um, it, it just, D Dean said it, D DC was talking about it. Felder was talking about it. And that was the first thing I noticed. I was like, wow, she doesn't look fast, but she still has I, the same output as far as all that movement. And she moves a lot and she's got a lot of lateral movement. She comes in. The one thing I saw that is a difference that I think you're talking about is when she came in with her rushes and she was, there was no snap on her shots. It was more mm -hmm. of the push. And then her head was still center line. And that's why Caitlin mm -hmm. was able to counter her the way she did yeah. and hit her with those right hands that she kept getting blasted by is her head was right on the center line. She never changed it. And, you know, it's just, it's a difference in her fighting style. Now, I think she's improved in a lot of areas though. Her, her grappling has gotten so much better. Like if you were going to beat Holly before it was, Oh, take her off her feet and, or put her against a cage and beat her up that way. And you saw Chris Cyborg kind of did that when they fought, you know, Holly has improved so much that she's the one dominating the clinch area. And you got to give her credit for all that time. This is where people make mistakes is they're not giving her credit for grappling in the stand up position. There is grappling in the standup. All of that clinch work, yes, they're not on the ground, but it's grappling. And you've got to give her credit for some of that because she is dominating as far as the position and where the fight's taking place 
and stopping from stopping Caitlin Vera from being able to be effective by all of that clinch work up against the cage. I can see what you're saying, okay? But there just wasn't enough output. It was the two of them just against the fence. One had an overhook, one had an underhook. Head pressure was good. But pressing someone to the fence with not a lot of output, I'm not giving you the round for that. The other thing, too, is Vieira was landing the harder, cleaner shots. No Even doubt. though there was only three or four. And if you watch carefully, Holly got stunned several times. Like, basically, there's stoned she got stoned right there i was looking for the word um she she got stoned frozen. she got hit and it froze her right there in that spot for a split second and you can tell those she can't take a shot like she used to she is slowing down i hate to see her go out like just knockout after knockout you know like because she loves it here's the thing when you talk to arlene blanco she goes that she was hauling home is in the gym all the damn time she never leaves she's like she's a fucking workout freak yeah it's a gym she's like she still outworks everyone. I'm like, yeah, I get it. I understand all that. But when you're going against other people that are in their prime or coming up or they're trying to notch you, I don't know. I, I That's, de- uh, John, the reason why I left the sport is because I could, I could tell. You know. You know in training. I can't take the shots I used to be able to take. Okay, you know that you're slowing down. You know you're getting hit. Like, I was, I said this about Frankie Edgar, too. And Frankie's my boy, man. I got a lot of love for him. But... Y- he was doing he's doing what i was doing is you throw and then you bite down a little bit because you think you're going to get hit because you know your your punches are slower when you're waiting for the reaction when you're waiting to get hit that's not a good thing you're not just throwing your combinations anymore you're waiting you throw and you leave it out there to see if you're gonna hit oh you didn't get hit and then you throw and then that that puts you a second or two off timing and then that's all it takes for you you to get knocked out makes you even worse yeah so and that's what i was seeing from her she was blitzing the one two three straights but then she like kind of grunted down and then didn't know what to do when she got there she's like oh shit i didn't get hit then what did i do she's like okay i try to grab you it just it's not she's she's coming to the end and you know and for someone who's just non-stop work 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 it's going to be a hard pill for i think her to swallow to walk away and be like okay what do i how do i fill my void yeah. A lot of these fighters have that problem, but she sure. seems like someone who is the way she, her physical, the way she looks at 40 something years old, 40, 41 years she's old. She's in incredible shape. She's incredible, incredible shape. And she's a, such a, such a sweet person oh, too. Yeah. So nice. Yep. I don't know if I've ever met someone that's like that nice. She's so nice. So yeah. I don't know. It's, I mean, I, I know she's probably got a lot of other things that she can do. I know that she seems like she's got a good head on her shoulders. She'll make <laughs> way, but it's just one of those things like it comes father time it's you know it, it you look and you go it's it's sad to see people that you really enjoyed and you watched become the best and you and you enjoyed watching their style and everything it's hard to see them as they tend to just all of a sudden take those small incremental movements downward and you're not getting the same person you see things that they're trying to do different to adjust to it because they realize it and uh and look, I, I love Holly Holm. I think she's a fantastic fighter. I think she's been an incredible representative of the sport. You know, I, people don't remember when she came in and you know, all this, you know, you know, the talk because, you know, Holly was a boxing champion before and everyone was talking about, oh, you know what, you know, she's going to get, you know, crushed when this, and, and I, I can tell you now, and I remember it well, I, you know, I wasn't at the Ronda Rousey. Was it LA? Which one? 
No, her, her fight in her LA first, against her first fight was Raquel, Raquel Pennington, Pennington in LA, right. Staples yeah. Center, right? Yeah, yeah, but when 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 you know she won that and she won it, you know, yeah. but she you know it wasn't like you know people were saying oh she got you know Raquel got robbed. No, you know, Holly won that. But then when she was gonna fight Ronda, and you know people were going she's gonna get fucking killed. I go no she's not. I go this yeah. is the perfect style matchup for Holly because Ronda now thinks she's a boxer. I go, this is, this is not going to be what people think. I said, and Rhonda, if Rhonda doesn't go out there looking to clinch and take her down, she's going to be in for a world. And I, I was called a UFC shill. I love it. I, I'm, I'm called a Bellator shill. I'm called a UFC shill. But it was like, Changes. I go, as a man, I'm telling you right now, Holly Holm has a good chance of winning this fight. And you're crazy. And then she wins it, you know, and, and she's been phenomenal. But she, the one thing is, like you're saying, you can see that she is slowing down in little bits, and those little bits make big differences because it's the same as when we're talking. Get, you know, you got that center line. You're used to, you know, there's little movements left and right that allow something to glance and slide by, mm-hmm. and also, and you'll see it, and you'll do that movement, and it, that movement is just a fraction of a second slower than it was before, and instead of it glancing and sliding by, it's popping you and that's what's happening now and so mm-hmm. you know i don't know i don't know what she's gonna do i know she's very upset she believes she won that fight and, and i can understand why she believes she won the fight but yeah. i don't think it was a robbery mm-hmm. i don't think it was the greatest performance by caitlin Vieira either but it's a matter of you know you gotta you gotta look at all these elements and figure out where you're at and both you know both have things that you know they're gonna have to you know figure out I've got to stop this from happening. And if I don't, it's not going to be good in my next matchup. Those fights, I, I wish I wish that you would have told me that you thought Ronda was going to lose because I would have made a ton of money. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, I remember she was like a four or five to one underdog or something like that. Oh, my God. It was huge. You remember? You, ridiculous. You know, Eric, the trainer, right? Yeah. Works everyone out. He was with me and we were in San Diego. And I said, I'm telling you, man, and she, he's going. Oh no! Come on, you're crazy now, and all of a sudden Holly knocks her out. He goes, "Oh my God, I should have yeah. bet." You know, it's like man, just nuts, man, just nuts. I mean, like in like those are the long shots you've got to take sometimes. Yeah, well, especially when those when they have those two fighters, you know that they're both top level competitors. Both have and their ways of winning. They both have their ways of winning. It's whoever could have implemented their game plan the best, and yeah. Holly did that nice. She executed it perfectly. Oh yeah, so. Um, other than that, no, I thought, I thought Holly lost three, two, but I could see it going the other way as well. Not a big deal. Like, like I said, but no means was a, no means was it a robbery. So my phone was blown up. Oh, she got robbed. She got this. I'm like, I watched it. I was like, what? I was waiting for something. No, I, I thought, I, th- I thought she won. I, I gave it to her mm. three, two. I, th- I think I had it. Um, she won the first round. She lost the second and third. I believe. I think I gave mm. her the fourth and the fifth. Yeah. So. I didn't give her the fourth. Yeah, so you're I wrong. Gave her first, I gave Again, her first and fifth. But that's fifth. okay. Yeah. It's okay that you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Pajaya versus uh, Ponsonibio. Now I want to talk about one of our favorite products that are out there. Our sponsor, Fume. This is the thing that will get you off of the nasty habit of smoking and vaping. If you are a person that right now is a smoker or a vapor, you got to know that what you're doing to yourself is killing you. 
you've got to stop. And if you have that hand-to-mouth habit, Fume is the product that will help you continue with that hand-to-mouth habit, but do it in a healthy way. This little prominent, this wood, beautifully sculpted structure right here is the tool that will help you in getting healthy. You take a core of essential oils that they will give you. You're going to break it up a little bit, put it inside of this element, and you can use this anywhere at any time. It will not affect anybody else. You can use it while you're on a plane. You can use it on a train. Josh and I were on a train recently, 150 miles an hour, and we were able to use the fume on that train. You can do it with your kids around. None of it is going to affect anyone else, and it is a healthy supplement to what you're doing now. This essential oil core, there's all kinds of flavors. There's bubbly lime, there's peppermint, there's black pepper, there's conquer, there's invigorate, there's all kinds of different flavors, and one of them is going to be the one that you fall in love with when you try it. Fume is the product that you need to get yourself healthy right now. We want you to be healthy. We want you to be around. So we want you to go to Breathe Fume right now. That is Breathe Fume. Take the E off of the end of that. F-U-M is all you want to put. Slash weighing in. Go to that. Use the promo code weighing in and you will get 10% off of everything that you buy. You'll get this prominent. You'll get those essential oil cores that you will put in here and you will start today in becoming a healthier person make breathe fume part of what you do to make yourself a better person from this point forward man that was a good fight those guys went after it no come on no 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 no. i'm not saying that no i thought ponsonibio won really yeah i thought it was close i thought it was close i thought i thought i thought he it was close And, and he was coming on but and this wasn't a robbery either, by the no. way. <laughs> Michelle Pahea no. is freaking huge. Yeah, that's the other thing I noticed. I, I, I don't know how that dude makes weight. They've got to put helium in his ass. Okay? I don't... Come on. How? That dude... Uh, Josh, I, I swear to you, I would bet he's he's 205 pounds the night of the fight. Oh, no doubt, probably. He's but he starts slowing down. He was slowing down yeah. a little bit that night. Yeah, well, but they if there, but if there's one thing that you got to look at, you know, and this is when Michelle came in, everyone you know was all excited about all the craziness that he would do, and all you know the he would do the backflips and he would do the jumping off of the cage like Pettis and all the good things mm-hmm. like that that meant nothing in the fight, and he would and you watched him and his progression is. As his opponents are getting better, all that bullshit's going to the side, and that's mm. smart. That's a you know Me that's too. a good thing, and I think part of it is, you know, coaching is telling him, hey man, we can't burn energy and waste it in this fashion. We've got to be you know effective and efficient. And if you're not being efficient in the cage, you're going to be in that position where you do get tired. And even with like you're saying. Ponzinibbio was coming on in that third round because he was getting a little bit tired. It wasn't as tight. I think the big thing is you you, know, you want to try to push him. The real question is when Pahe, it's Pereira. I, I say Pahe, I guess it's Pereira. When Michelle gets to that five-round fight, how's it going to look? If someone can get him into those fourth and fifth rounds, how how's his conditioning going to hold up? Because you do see him start to tail off. You know, he's getting tired. You know, I don't blame him. He's got a lot of output, but 
Ponzinibbio was coming on in this one, so I understand why you thought Ponzinibbio won because mm-hmm. he looked better at the end. But I thought mm-hmm. that he, he the the heavier shots overall yeah. were done by Michelle. But when you're that size, John, like everything should you be land heavier. seems like yeah, he, like they should be heavier. But it also is pushing Ponzinibbio around because he's so he's way yeah. smaller. Oh yeah. The other thing too, I think a fight like this, <clears throat> I it felt like it lost its luster because it should have been in front of fans. This yeah. was a good fight, Great and, but fight. there's you, I lost like I was like, all right, this is a really good fight, but there's no noise. Yeah, there's no, there's no, you know what I mean? Like that's a fight. I feel like did you did you miss the, did you did you rob these two guys of like their glory by not putting this fight like in a, in an actual arena with fans, because it was good. I mean like. It was back and forth, push you around, and just standing and trading for moments on end. It was it was pretty awesome. It was a good fight. I felt like the energy in the in the arena wasn't there for that fight, and I was kind of like, all right, it's kind of an okay fight now. But it wasn't. It was a great fight. So I don't know. I think they. I think the UFC did an injustice to them by not putting them like on a card that had fans in a, in an arena. Uh, but guess who came back? Huh? Chitty bang bang, chitty bang bang, chitty chitty bang bang. He's on this a, he's on got, a roll, and I'm loving it. He's awesome, man. I love it. I love yep. it. I think, look, the way to beat him is no different than how people beat Paul Daly. No different than how people they've been lining up to beat him the same way they beat all the other great kickboxers. Absolutely, take down, take down, just grind and grind and grind. And Dushko had that. He had that game plan. That's what he was trying yeah. to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was. He was stronger than I thought. He when, was stronger than I thought. The when, way he was able to just when she, when Chidi went and all of a sudden you know he, he stuffs the takedown, then he goes for the what did he go for a Darcy or an account? I can't remember Anaconda. which one it was. And I was like, "What are you doing? Yeah. Stop that! Stop it!" Now I know I know Chidi has look. Chidi's really worked on his ground game, and he's become a black belt in jujitsu, and he believes in himself. Dude, Chidi, li- listen to me. Dude, your striking is fucking second to none. Fucking <laughs> go away from the submissions. Get up and use the strikes. I I love the fact that he's tr- he's going for it, but he, then he's in that position where he's on the ground, and then all of a sudden things start to change, and it becomes difficult for him. I've been teaching that roll through for the longest time. Where you just tuck the head, yep. roll it through, the you hit your Olympic roll, come back with the the leg over the back of the elbow yeah i learned that little technique from hoffa mendez back in like 2008 2009 something like that i think it was yeah it's just uh it's just next level man like that was good that was i'm glad i like that effort those are things like when you watch pico and his progressions oh yeah Aaron pico you know just was a boxer slash wrestler now he's got good ground and pound now he's working on his submissions attacking ankle locks attacking darces anacondas all of these things you're like wow all right this is the kid that we wanted to see and now yep. with shitty too i know he's it's like this is this is and when that his body style, he's long legs, long arms. I mean, hit those, you know, low risk, high reward type submissions. Yep. So good work on him, man. Good work. I like the effort though. Yeah, uh, I mean, hold on, hold on. This, this, oh. this is the part that I love about the whole thing. Cause that he got he got a bonus on that fight, which he should have. That was awesome. Yeah. But now it's Great all elbow. all of a sudden, Chidi and Jakawani is now a good fighter because now he's doing it it's like you look you go you know oh he's only good now because of where he's mm-hmm. doing it at i love it it's like it's no right. you know chidi's been a good fighter for a long time he's just you know he's had a, a, a different road to get mm-hmm. to where he's at but it's great to see him doing well 
He's good. Oh yeah, he's good. His body style, his speed, he's got power. I mean, like, uh, what's it called? He he uh, he lost to, or no, he beat, knocked out Andre Fialo. Yeah. In in Bellator. Oh yeah. So the two of fast. Yeah, the two of them fought. Yeah, fast. I want to say it was like 19, 20 seconds. Oh like yeah. That. Hit him with a jab, knocked him out. <clears throat> and Andre was is is a great kid, but look, he's getting a lot of love right now too because he's, he's looking a, good. A late bloomer. He's looking good. He's big looking time good. finishes, big time fights. You know, he's out there scrapping it up. So, you know, he's fighting again here soon. Yeah. He just fought. He's he just fighting fought. Again. He's, that's right. Yeah. And like, you'll pay me. And hold on. You got to look and say, way to go, Andre. You're being smart. Yeah. Right. Yep. Get right back in there. If you're not injured in any way, stay with it. Mm-hmm. Be impressive. He's doing great. Yep. Yeah. I mean, the, both those guys have been good for the longest time. Just never got the love that they deserved. You know, but then now they're they're both over there, so we'll see what happens. It's awesome. We'll see. Both fun. I'd like to see that rematch. Just oh. you know, I'd like to see that. That would be a good one. You know, a little bit of something there to talk about. Yeah. Both making a rise. All right, next. Uh Tabitha Ricci versus Pollyanna Viana. Um, you cannot win fights just laying on your back. Oh, thank you. Look, as simple as it gets, every fighter out there. If you are on your back and you figure four triangle your opponent's body, consider yourself losing that round. Yeah. You you cannot do those things and think that you're going to win the fight. Now, if you have an active guard, great. You can be on your back and try to win the round. Yes, you can. But you're not going to do it by triangling the body. You do that, just know I'm losing. It's yeah. crazy. What I don't like, John, was this. She's on her back with her hands behind her head, like the old jiu-jitsu players would yeah, do, right? Like, yeah, oh, you can't pass like, my guard. You cannot pass my guada. I you know, cannot pass my guada. My guada, you cannot guada. pass. But I'm so relaxed right now. I put my yes. hands back here. I am so relaxed. Go ahead. This, this like, does not bother me. It bothers you. you can't Trust win. me. And, and I think that she was the better fighter. She, I think she had more tools of I winning. She, she just didn't. I agree. I agree. But uh, if you if you don't fight smart, this is what happens. Yeah. You yeah. can you can be yeah. the better athlete. You can be the actually better trained fighter. You can be the person with more tools mm-hmm. in the toolbox. But if you don't fight smart, none of it matters. Yeah, a little bit of a letdown there though. Uh, John Young Park <clears throat> versus Eric Anders, the Iron Turtle. I love that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love that name. The, hey. This is I one. thought Anders won. Okay. I'm okay with that. Yeah. But I thought he won. But I look and I go, when you're that tired at the end of that fight, and this yeah. guy is coming forward and putting it on you mm-hmm. now at this point, this is where you, it's it's tough, you know, because people are gonna look and say, Oh, Park, I think Park won because of the way he's coming out. He took some big shots. Anders landed. A, a left hand multiple times in that that was beautifully done, but never hurt Park. And as far no. as I was like, damn, he, the dude's he's got an iron chin for an iron turtle, because man, he is taking some shots and they're not affecting him at all. Yeah. And and I think in some way with Anders, I think it kind of got to him where it's got to be, you know, Eric, just keep going back to the well, just keep doing the same thing, and, and you know. Yeah, you might not put him out with it, but keep going back to the well because it's working and it's touching him, and that's going to win you the fight. And eventually, you know, it's it's slowed down, 
And yeah. that was the difference, I think, in the way the judges looked at it. But it was a good fight. It yeah. was a close fight. <clears throat> I'm going to go back to an old, an old fight <clears throat> with a friend of mine with Trevor Prangley and Jeremy Horn. It had a little oh. bit of that feel to it. Where, like, no, what I'm which saying one? is... Hold on, which one? Look, which one? They only fought once. No, I thought they fought twice. No, uh Just no? one time in okay. the UFC. So then it was just Chael that no, fought No, he times. fought Chael three times. Yeah. And then he, uh, he fought Andre Semenov. He fought him three times. That, that's a... Dude... Go back and fight Andre Semenov again. At one yeah, time, you, Andre Semenov was a beast. If you watch those fights, I'm like Trevor took years off of his life from both those fights. Yeah, I believe that. Uh, but I, I said like what it was uh, for me. I felt like Trevor was could have won that fight against Jeremy Horn had he just not looked so tired. He looked like fucking. He was miserable. But Trevor always there. looked tired. He did. That's the problem, <laughs> though, man. I'm like, dude, you could have won that. You could have won that fight had you not looked so tired. I mean, that's all they were looking for. They were looking for like not to look like you were fucking exhausted, which you were. We get it, but don't look it that much. He was hunched over. But hair it was, was all crazy. it was all it was all even the, the hair of Trevor. Trevor came mm -hmm. in. He had like a flat top, almost like a Brock mm -hmm. Lesnar look. Flat top, a little bit longer. Looked clean. Looked good. And by the second round of that fight, that fl that flat top looked like a flower that was dying. Man, looked like a chia pet. <laughs> Shit was just growing out everywhere. It just did. fucking spiky and everything. Because he used to sweat his ass off. <laughs> And man, yeah. it was like it just—he just looked tired. Even if he wasn't, he looked it. Yeah, he just, uh, yeah. But anyways, I go back to the the Eric Anders fight. Like, that's all I felt like he needed to do. Yeah, he needed to look a little bit more composed, look a little bit more like he wasn't tired, look like he was really trying to engage the fight. He looked like he was getting pushed around that third round. I only gave Park the last round. I didn't give yeah. him one and two. I gave Anders one and two. Yeah. So, but I mean, overall, like I said, it's not a robbery. No, it was close. Um, but it was a it was a good fight. <clears throat> um. I don't know. Anders looks like he cuts a ton of weight. So maybe that's, he needs maybe to that's figure, the difference there, too. He, I think he needs to figure that out. Yeah, he's, he maybe needs to go to 205. Because mm -hmm. he just, just after he's done, he's just tired. He's just like, <sighs> spent. You could just see his shoulders start slumping. You could tell he starts looking around in the arena. Oh, he's like looking he for the time. Play. He's looking for the time. He's looking for, like, a way out. Like, yeah. fuck, man, this thing, how much longer do I have? Fuck, when's the break? Like he's that that doesn't that doesn't allow you to fight to your potential. No. So he's gonna maybe have to go up to two hundred five. No. Um. Let's see. Ugly man Joe Holmes. Yep. Used to fight in Bellator against Alan Amadovsky, who used to fight in Bellator. <laughs> but big win, big knee. That was a huge knee that Joseph Holmes landed on that. Uh, Amadovsky. He was rattled. And this is where it, yeah. it's a submission win, but it's a submission win based upon someone's head getting rattled and mm -hmm. not just, you know, just not being there to defend the right way to try to stop what's going on. You know, but mm -hmm. great win for Joe Holmes. Very happy for him. He's a good guy. Uh, he deserves this kind of thing. And uh, you know, let's see what he go, does from there. Yep, and then uh, you know who really shocked me, man. Boy. Was, maybe I just haven't given enough. Is Almeida? My Almeida God. versus Por uh, Parker Porter. He I was just like, wow, Parker this was Porter. dominant, crushed dominant him. from beginning to end. I was like, holy shit. Yeah, and I'm a fan of. I like and Porter, way man. smaller. I, yeah, I li I like Porter. I like the fact that yeah. he he seems very athletic for his for his jelly roll, you know. But he's he's got. He's got that body, man. Short, stumpy, but just fucking game and ready to throw. But he had no answer for off the bottom. Couldn't get back up to his feet. Just took some damage. Got fucking psh, smashed pretty much from beginning to end. Once the takedown happened, it was over. It was yeah. done. 
Yep. So, um, what's this kid's name? Medic. 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 Yep. Anyways, dude, I thought I thought Omar Morales was gonna. Mm. I thought he was gonna run away with it. He started looking clean. Then he started opening up too much, started loading up too much, and then things just got too. They started slowing down, and then you're leaving openings like that, and that's when he got caught. He looked good. The very, the very big, the very um, beginning of the fight. Yeah, he looked phenomenal. Oh, sharp. I was like, oh, this this kid's fucking good. He is good, but he fought. And, he fought, you know, against Medic's teammate from King's MMA, and they have the that blueprint. They know, hey, just hang with him. And just keep pressuring him, and things will start opening up, and it's the same thing that happened. Yeah. So, nice win, nice win by medic, though. Really, and, and I know there was a. I'm gonna I'm gonna say it. It was a it was an early stoppage. Okay, when you see somebody like Morales, he was getting beat at this point, mm -hmm. and he's taking shots. And I'm not saying he wasn't gonna end up in the same position. But when you see him get hit, he gets hit a couple of times, he gets hit good. But when you see him go down, the first thing that you see is you see his hands bracing his fall. Okay? Mm -hmm. That right there is telling you his brain is still connected. He's not in any way out. He can still function because his body is naturally doing what it should do in bracing his fall. And then right away his hands are up and he's looking at his opponent you gotta let that go. This is this is this man's profession. Mm. This is his career, and he has he's been hurt. He's losing, but he does have a chance to bring this back. And you gotta give him that opportunity. You can't be in that position. Oh, I've got to I got to take care of you. I got to protect you. I can't let you get hurt. When he cannot intelligently defend himself, yes, stop the fight. But when he's in that position, he falls that way, and he's brought himself where he's looking at his opponent, and he is in a position to defend you gotta let him go yeah i i would agree with that i would agree with the fact that, like you got to give these guys opportunities now I've, we've talked about this though john when then like his bellator will sometimes work with younger fighters try to see how their career will go from a young age because that's what bellator has to do to try to bring in athletes that are relatively unknown and just try yeah. to build them up in their own organization you know because a lot of a lot of them are going to want to end up. A lot of top fighters are going to want to end up in the UFC. So they're like, okay, well, look, what do we got to do? Build our young talent from the ground up. Mm -hmm. And so you see, with with the two fighters that we had in, I think it was Paris. Yeah, was it Paris or London? I think it was Paris. Paris. The fights were stopped a little early, but they're also they're also one and zero and two and zero fighters. You know, and it's like, okay, look. You got rocked, stanky leg was going on, like we know the Zab Judah. Which is telling you what? Yeah, which is telling you that his brain is not able to control his limbs. There his, you go. There's the difference. Limbs. Same thing, too. Like that happened to me with Hermes Franca. In the third round, he throws a kick. I catch the kick and I have the kick up and he fucking hits me. Boom. I literally like, could not put my, I could see the mat coming towards my face as I go down. I can't put my hands up. Yep. Boom, I hit my face. I face planted on the fucking canvas and it wakes me up and I turn around. I'm ready to start fighting. Sometimes you need, you need that little jolt. Yep. But it was just funny because you said like, oh, you can't, you know, your brain and your, and your limbs, you know, trying to control them. It was just funny. I always play that back in my head because I can see the canvas coming towards my face. Oh, and I'm you're like, telling put your yourself, hands up. Put, put your, your hands, hands up. Put your hands there. Nothing's nothing happening. Was happening. <laughs> nothing was happening. Lives <laughs> shut off. That's it. Oh jeez, uh, I love it. Anyways, all right, let's uh, let's see what else. There. Jonathan Martinez is a stud, but Dude. and I and and I gotta like look, John. 
He is a stud. He's technically sound. He's he's a he's a gifted fighter. He's got yeah. a lot a lot of potential. Without a killer instinct, I don't want to see him fight. <laughs> That's the problem. You can be okay. so good. You can be so good and you're, make it so boring. You're and you're exactly right in the fact that you're gonna run into that guy that you are piecing up you're mm -hmm. you're just making it look easy and he's gonna land something that's gonna put yep. you out you cannot play with good fighters you cannot sit there and give them more time you've got to have that when you when you hurt somebody you gotta know all right this is an opportunity and go after it go after it smart but go after it don't just yeah. sit back and we see it all the time with you know good fighters will sit there and and I I always say it's you know it's the 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 kid pulling the wings off they catch the butterfly and they start to just pull the the wings off of it. Eventually, you know you're gonna catch something you think is a butterfly and it's gonna be a fucking wasp and it's gonna sting you. And you need to be careful with this because in the end, eventually it's gonna bite you in the butt. Yeah, I mean. Look, I'm, I know like you guys probably think I'm going a little hard on the paint on him. I think he's extremely talented. Oh, he's really but good. Very talented with fighter. This, with this type of fight, he should have got that kid out of there. That, that fight should have never Morales went. is tough. You got to give it to I, him. Man. I agree, Super but John, tough. The, leg was, the leg was damaged in the first oh round. Oh, my God. Dude, it, all, it, was, it was half of uh, a Rory McDonald. At the yeah, beginning, and then of that. when I saw, but then when I saw, like, not that the, both legs ended up being damaged because oh, yeah. he started switching stance. Yep. You've got to get that guy out of there. Like, like all you're telling Dana is, is it like okay, you're you're like playing with your food. If you're a cat, you're just playing with your food. But then on top of it, though, too, I want to see a finish. I want to see you focus on getting those fighters out. As a promoter, you want to see finishes. So if I'm a promoter, right? If I'm Dana White, or Scott Coker, whoever, right? I'm going. The kid's really good. But there's no killer instinct. Yeah. It's all about being a technician, fighting yeah. safe, fighting smart. You can't build an organization around that. Yeah, it's that's tough. gonna be hard. It's he's tough. young, he's talented, he can make some adjustments, and the competition's gonna get harder. And he's gonna he's gonna be put into those fights where he's gonna have to gunsling, and we're gonna see if he can do it or not. Yeah. But it was a very dominant performance. Great job by him. Uh Chase Hooper. All right. Did you see a difference? Yeah, he's going Physi to Physically, yeah, there's a, a difference. You look at there's a difference. You look at him when he first came into the UFC, and you look at him now. He's he's starting to at least grow into his body. The first thing I looked at, I said, hey, he's got a little bit of, he's, he's carrying a little bit more muscle. He's looking a little bit, you know, tighter. He's looking good. He's, he's looking like he's growing into his body. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to talk about a fun fight to watch on the ground, that great was fight. a great fight. Unbelievable as yeah. far as some of the transitions and what was going on. There, Okay, there was a part in that one. Chase Hooper's going after a leg lock. Koharas grabs the cage to stop what's occurring. Mark Smith stops, stops it. I'm thinking, oh, he's going to take a point. Yep. Not only did he not take the point. Just he, fucking stands he him up. He stands him up out of a submission attempt to go and give the guy who fouled a freebie in getting out. I was like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I was like, what are you doing? I was like, have you lost your fucking mind? Put him back. I oh was like, if I'm God. Chase Hooper, I'm like, no, 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 no. You're fucking putting me oh, back. No, Why'd you yeah. even stop it to begin with? Thank you. I was like, what? If you're going to take the point from Kaharis, go ahead. I understand that. Okay. But other than that, and why did you not put them back? Oh, my God. 
this this is what happens when you have someone that doesn't have a clue of what they're fucking looking at as far as that submission it was horrible i don't give a shit horrible you possibly you're you are so lucky that chase hooper won that fight because you took him out of a possible fight ending sequence to be a moron and stand the guy up and give an advantage to his opponent i was baffled john I thought, like, if you're going to stop the action and then separate them, you've got to take a point. Absolutely. Like, and then not only that, but it changed It changed where the fight was going to take place, which is a point. Like, I mean, I don't know. I don't know the fucking rules. Okay. But I, I can tell you this. We've had plenty of conversations where um, the other refs like, yeah, if you, if you, if I lift you up and you grab the fence, I have to put you down because I don't get the takedown. That's changing the outcome of where the fight's going to take place. Absolutely. I have to take a point. I have to. And, and that's exactly what happened. If he was you alter in, the fight, the fence. when Felipe yeah. alters that fight by grabbing the fence so that Chase can't roll him through mm-hmm. and bring more pressure, okay, you altered it. You're, you're trying to stop that submission from occurring. I'm going to end up having to do something to put this into it's now back to even. Mm-hmm. I can't give him the submission, but I can definitely take the point. And once I take <clears> the point, I've had to take that snapshot and put you back in those positions. Maybe he won't get it, and maybe I can't put you back exactly, which I hate, but I'm going to do my best, and I'm going to put you back to where you were so he can try to get that submission. Yeah. I wish Herb Dean would have heard this because during my Tony Ferguson fight, he grabbed the fence three times when I went to sweep him, and fucking Herb's like, Tony, quit grabbing the fence. Tony, girl, I was like, motherfucker. (laughs) And when you're tired and you're cut up and shit, you're like... Wait, you're not gonna take a fucking point? Like, yeah. just I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Now I now I call fights on the side. And I'm like, take a fucking point. <laughs> I'm like yelling at them. Like, what are you doing? There are there are those times oh. when it all if it if you have you know, and this is where people will get like, well, why didn't he, you know? Someone will grab the fence, and the takedown will occur, and they'll say, hey, don't grab the fence, and they won't take the point. Because the, the fight ended up where the fighter was trying to put it. And so, yes, he did grab it, but I'm not going to take the point based upon, well, he ended up where the fighter was trying to put him. It's when you know that, oh, you, that guy's going down. You can say 100% he's hitting the mat or she's hitting the mat and the grab stops it. No, I'm going to have to stop the stop the match. I'm going to take the point and let me put you try to put you back in the same position as far as that where the takedown was at, but you can't you can't give something as a benefit to the person that no. fouled. John, all I gotta say is this: these fucking refs are lucky that you and I didn't start working together because I'd have known all the rules and started <laughs> fucking with all of them. Hey, it says in the rule book if it changes this, this, and this, you're supposed to take a fucking point. There you go. Man, man, you're lucky, man. No you're one would have. You would have been like Roy Nelson. No one they wants to ref your fights. Me. It's all right. It's all right. It's all right. Oh, fuck. Someone needs to mail her being uh, a fucking rule book. Anyways. And and Mark Smith. All right. Uh, I didn't watch the very first fight of the night. I just I watched it. Sam Hughes up. dominated that. She looked fantastic. Good. So dude. good fight by Sam Hughes, man. She just positionally everything just dominated that fight. That's what will happen if it's me and podcast day. Got it. Domination. 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 Every single one of these fighters, Dave, run a faster than eight minute mile. Every single one of them. (laughs) 
says even, Josh, even, who still hasn't proven it. Who still hasn't proven it. Even the heavyweights. It. Even still the heavyweights. It, yeah, it's easy work, bro. <laughs> easy work. All right, let's go. Let's move on to the next thing. What's the uh, next fight card there, Dave? Next fight card is Eagle FC. <clears throat> okay, okay, okay. Look, the speed was definitely evident. The chin was definitely evident. Um, Junior can't take the shots like he's been known to what? take shots before in the past. He just he looked slow, John. He looked slow. He looked like he was afraid to engage. Um, he was the bigger, taller fighter, but didn't fight like it. He was getting pushed around by a little tiny uh, DeCastro, but <laughs> just a wrecking ball. Just he reminds me like of a like like he's a, a wrecking. Basic. He's a wrecking ball throwing, just howitzers. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I don't blame Junior at all. I'd be backing the shit out of the way too. Yeah. Yep. I actually thought Junior fought well. I compared to what I saw in the past and what you know, I thought he was fighting well. You know, he was. He can't be the Junior Dos Santos of the past. No. You know, you can't expect that of him. You can't. He he used to be the guy that hunted people. You mm -hmm. know, he walked you down. He was the one that was you know that guy throwing the heat all the time, and he would take shots to give shots. He can't be that guy. He has to be yeah. a much smarter fighter. And I thought he was actually fighting a much smarter fight i thought he was actually technically doing things well against de castro i thought de castro at times was being who he is and again throwing those missiles at him he hit him a couple times but i never did i think that junior was in trouble never no. did i think that he was really hurt the ending is unfortunate you know and it was but it's i i've seen it happen multiple times in fights a guy throws a punch and his shoulder pops out i've had it happen you know probably four or five times when I was refing, and I've seen it probably seven or eight times total. And it's just, you know, unfortunate. But what do you do? It's a self-inflicted injury. Jorgen DeCastro is the guy that wins yeah. the fight. Unfortunately, Junior gets a loss in a fight that he's doing well in. And, yeah. I, you know, I think he probably, I think he was ahead on the scorecards. Well, but, they, yeah, I do. Hmm. But I look at it, and it's like, hey, this is it's part of fighting. It's you know what do you do? He just he looks slower to me. That's the biggest thing. He yeah, was well, letting he was letting Jorgen push him around. But Josh, like, you can't expect you, you can't expect that you, he's a bigger guy, but he can't take the big shot from DeCastro. Yeah, he knows that's true. that guy hits hard. I can't take that big shot, so I need to be smart. Where does this leave Eagle? Because Eagle was talking, I guess they're you know, because Khabib's back here in San Jose now and he's supposed to meet with Coker this week about getting Fedor versus Dos Santos. Mm -hmm. well, that fight's gone now. I mean, it, well, I mean, it may not yeah. be gone, but it should be gone. <sighs> yes, there's, and there's, no. there's, there's no, there's no, there's, there's nothing there, John. Oh, well, there's nothing there. Hold on. Well, oh, Go ahead. Let me let me give you a little bit. The loss, although it's a loss, is not. Oh, he lost the fight. No, he, I get. He it. got injured, and it was like I said, self-inflicted injury can happen you know we, we've seen people you know with their knees blow out you know take a look at you know Rakic with uh what happened with him you know shit happens I'm not saying that what Blahovich did as far as the kicks didn't possibly have an effect on that happening but still you know he takes a step back and he blows in the eye. happens so you you can look and say ex-UFC champion in Junior Dos Santos Fedor has gone through how many uh, UFC champions? He's only lost to one. Hmm. 
And that was before that guy was the UFC champion. Yeah. Yeah. All of them that he has fought, he has beaten. So, Mm. you know, you can look and say, let's put him against one more UFC champion. You know, I know Junior wants the fight. I'm not sure that Fedor wants the fight because he's he's the guy that you can look and say exactly like what you're saying is, dude, he's coming off of how many losses? That's not going to, there's no reason for me to do that. Do you feel that I felt like I felt like Eagle was cursed with a little bit of this? Like there was a curse that night. You know, this fight ended in the way it was. The uh, Hector the Lombard Silva fight, Lombard the fight. It, yeah, yeah. The knee. Like you're just like ah fuck. Your your main and your co-main go down like that, and it's like ah, it's got to be frustrating. It's so I know you know we had the uh, Kiritan off Matt Mitrione right. Oh yeah, kicking the nuts. Yep, fifteen that seconds another, in that that whole fucking card was garbage. Yes. That whole Bellator card was trash that night. Yeah. Luckily, we were able to redeem ourselves the next night because we had two shows back to back. So we were lucky to redeem ourselves the next night. But fuck, if I was in that arena that first night, I'd be like, man, I'm never coming back. Yeah. I'm never coming back. But then the next night was fucking fantastic. Great fights. But what you know, it's funny if you were, and I don't know if you remember, the prelims on that card were fucking on fire. Yes, and, I do remember. And the whole main card, horrible. Just shit. You just look and you go, what the fuck? It's how how we've how had is cards. it going to split like that? We have cards. We're fuck. It's like right when the TV turns on, you oh, guys yeah. decided not. You guys all decide to fuck up. Um, yep. No, it was just. It was, uh, but we've also had cards where the prelims all went the distance, and then the main oh, yeah. events were all fucking just barber. First round. You're like, oh, this yep. is great. Yeah. All right. Well, anyways, hey, okay, let's get into the co-main event. Co-main event was Hector Lombard versus Tiago Silva. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think that Hector is slowing down. Yeah, he's definitely slowing down. Yes. Definitely slowing down. Uh but doesn't take see, the shots like he used to. No, but he's he's got that first fucking five minute rush that he can oh, fight with anybody. Yeah. You know, he's a monster. And he was he was putting it on Thiago at times. Oh yeah. Right oh yeah. You know. And you take a look and you go, it's, man, you can see what he was and everything, but it's the cardio. Is, yeah. The cardio is what beats him. It's it's not, it is the opponent. It is the shots and stuff. I'm not going to say anything about the knee. You know, it's one of those. It's like, hey, if you can't go on, you can't go on. Okay. Uh, make it a no contest. I'm okay with it. But mm-hmm. you looked and you go, with everything that was starting to happen, it was starting to go downhill for him. Yeah. He was starting to have problems. And it why was he why was he having problems? Is it because Thiago was that much better? No. no. He was getting tired. Yeah. He was tired. Yeah. I, I just I look at I look at sometimes when you on both sides. Yeah. They both had like Okay, he if he hits me, I can go to sleep. And if I keep pushing him, I could break him mentally. You know, so the two of them were pushing on each other. And it really kind of, to be honest, was both of them. It was a good, it was good for them to both be like, okay, look, we're done. We made our money. <laughs> like, we're out. <laughs> well, okay, I'm just, like, do you, you know, if you're, if you're, if you're Thiago, you're looking saying, oh, look, I, I put up with all of this. And I mm-hmm. took I took my damage in staying mm-hmm. here with this, and now when I'm starting to, oh, I'm starting to come back. I don't I don't get my chance. <laughs> you know, it's a tough one. Well, you shouldn't need him in the head. You're right. You shouldn't need him in the head because he did. 
right. You know? Um, I didn't watch any of the other fights on this card. I watched the uh, Islam Mamadoff one because Islam's my teammate and a friend of mine and da 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 you know? But he fought yep. Zach Zane, who's another friend of mine uh, from Hawaii. Quick submission, man. Yeah. Quick, dominant like, right I, off the bat. Which is kind of surprising because Zach's actually good on the ground. You know, he, he can move well on the ground. He's not, yeah. you know, an amateur down there and stuff. So, you know, shit happens. I thought, uh, I did watch the Maki Patolo boy. He fucking just lit up Douglas Usher fast in did that he? one. And then uh, I watched the um, Andrew Sanchez versus uh, Gabriel, Pache uh, Gabriel Checo fight. Uh -huh. And uh, just workmanlike fight by Sanchez. Like, his ground game is good. He's, yeah. he's solid on there. He, he started, I think in the UFC, he, he, he tried to become almost Corey Anderson-like. He tried to become that stand-up guy mm -hmm. and, and kind of go away from the ground. The ground is where the hell you were meant to be. Don't yeah. freaking have your promoter change who you are. Mm. You know, There's a reason why you got to that point. Stick with it. And so, Andrew, stick with what you're doing. Stick. Your stand-up is good now. It gets you into those situations. For you to be able to use the ground, use the ground. Yeah. When he solves everything, just keep doing it. There you go. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Uh, Dave, what else you got for us? All right. You want to give any highlights from the one show? I pulled it up on their website because there were <laughs> non MMA fights. And I know, Josh, yeah. um, you There's a couple things a couple to talk of about there. Fights. Yeah, yeah, there is. There's, yeah, you got this, you got some young talent. I'm going to give my, my, uh, my young boy some love here, but. Ty and Cade Ruotolo, man, these brothers are studs. They actually competed in the grappling, <clears throat> the grappling portion of it, yeah. against Gary Tonin and Aoki. I don't know if you're with one. If you guys are, if I used to work for one for for years, about two and a half, three years, I worked with them doing cage side commentary. And the bottom line is, if you are trying to break into the American market, why did you not put these fights like? make them way more public i didn't even know that ty and Cade were on this until the day of and i'm like looking ty and Cade are showing their way in photos against yeah. against them like squared up i'm like oh shit are they doing this right now why was it not on the card so it's it's a little frustrating because like if you're trying to break into the into the u.s market these kids have been training jiu-jitsu for the longest longest time they are studs oh they're amazing kids too. They are phenomenal. I want to say they're only eighteen, maybe nineteen years 19, old now. They're not yeah. even yeah, they're not even twenty one yet. They're just and they're really. If you ever get a chance to meet them, they are an amazing family. The mom, the dad, the the sister, the sister trains too. She's an animal as well. Um, I think she does like now modeling for like Nike and stuff too. So, just they're a great group of kids. They surf in the morning. They're they, I believe they were homeschooled for majority of their. I don't know if they ended up going to high school because I saw their high school graduation, um, but I don't know if they graduated just from a high school or if um, if they from homeschool or what it was. But they are just they're phenomenal. They're phenomenal. Parents are absolutely amazing. Pat uh, Tenori from Ruka, the owner the the owner of Ruka. He has helped them their whole career. They've been sponsored by Ruka since they were young. He has really progressed into like being one of the leading candidates for young surfers, for young jujitsu players, for dude. They're per that he sees. They're the perfect, the perfect family yeah. for him. You can't. Yes. I mean, everything that he is into, that's what they do. Yep. You know. Yeah. They skateboard. They surf. They train jujitsu. They eat healthy. They take care of themselves. They're family people. 
Like that's that's what shapes like how Pat sponsors people, you yep. know. And uh, it's great, man. It's great. I just want to give these guys a little bit of love. Um, <clears throat> well, not only not only give a little love, you've got to mm -hmm. talk about. Look at uh, Ty beat Gary Tonin mm -hmm. with a freaking was a darts choke. You said I believe in I the think it was anaconda. 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 I mean, mm -hmm. look at most people. Most people know who Gary Tonin is. Most people don't know who Ty is. And if you would have said that Gary Tonin and Shinya Aoki were going to get dominated by this by these brothers, mm -hmm. the only ones that you possibly would have thought of might have been the Mendez brothers. Yeah. Okay. Let's be honest. Cade and Ty, unbelievable job, and went out there and just dominated. You know, mm -hmm. good, good grapplers. Cade made Shinya Aoki look like he didn't belong in there. He was yeah. pushing him around getting on the front headlock, getting the takedowns, dominating the top position, getting to the back. He did this beautiful kick off the fence to take the back against Shinyo. <laughs> so he pressed him on the double leg, couldn't get it, came up to the body lock, and then spun, kicked off the fence to turn him around, got to the back right from there. I mean, just dominant, dominant performances by these young guys and doing things that people don't think of, you know, to do. Are not willing to take the chance. Yeah. These guys will just, they'll throw it all out there. You, you should, it's so funny. If you guys get a chance, you guys should follow them on, on Instagram. They've got videos where they train together in their garage. And they're legit, like, slapping the shit out of each other. <laughs> just bap, bap, because they do their combat jiu-jitsu also yeah. tournaments. They're just slapping the shit out of them. And, like, you could tell, like, oh, yeah, you're lucky. Like, they get up, and they're, like, dogging each other. It's just the two of them in their garage. No one around talking. They're chirping at each other. Yeah, you're lucky. Today, you're today you're lucky. You're lucky. You got me today. I'm going to get you tomorrow. You know? And then the next day, you see videos where he got him back. You're like, what the? F it's great, man. But they're fun. They're good, good kids, too. They have a good aura about them. When you walk around them, they're good energy. And, um, man, I, I love, I love, uh, I love watching them compete. They're yeah. fun. I think they're at Atos now. They were at the they were at the Mendez brothers for the longest time, and I think now they're down there at Atos. So they, they train both locations, but they're great, great. They train at the Ruka facility as well. Yeah. But both dominant performances. Ty dominated Gary Tonin, and Kade dominated Shinyoki. So, all right. Well, hey, that's gonna wrap up our uh, one talk. Uh, Marcus Buchecha, his fight ended up getting canceled. So I don't know why or what, but I was looking for that. I was also, but that didn't happen. So. Dave, what else you got for us? All right, you want to look at some boxing? Oh, let's go. So we had... You're going um, to Anderson Silva, aren't you? God bless no, you. I'm going to Floyd first, actually. Ah, don't yeah. go to Floyd. This show is brought to you by MyBookie.ag. If you guys have been following the basketball playoffs, John, I've been following them. Man, the Warriors are putting it to them. And the Boston Celtics with a came back after game one, a miserable performance in game one, came out and lost a narrow one in game three. I'm telling you guys, there's a lot of money to be made right now at mybookie.ag. Use our promo code Wayne in. Use that little QR code right there that Podcast Dave's going to put up. And if you click on that, use our promo code when you get into there and go to mybookie.ag. You've got plenty of things to make money on. You would have lost a little money if you would have taken my bet. I was going to bet on Holly Holm. She came up short. So you would have lost some money if you would have taken that from me. But all the other ones... We pretty much were right on track. I had uh, Michelle Pejea winning. I had, uh, and that was a close fight, by the way. But it was a barn burner of a fight. So there's a lot of good things to talk about in terms of all the fights that are coming up and available. June 11th is the next pay-per-view with Glover Teixeira. That's going to be a great fight against your guy. Yuri! Pucheska. Yuri Pucheska. So that's going to be a barn burner of a fight. Can the old man get it done again? 
and just defy all odds, go to mybookie.ag, use that promo code WAYNEIN, listen to some of our advice, and hopefully we make you guys some money. Floyd had the exhibition over the weekend. Don't know if you guys caught it, but um, just yeah, to, I saw it. There's highlights bouncing around, so I wanted to, this is like a 30 second highlight. Just wanted to play it for you guys while uh, you <clears throat> give any thoughts on this. I didn't so. even know he was fighting. I thought his fight got canceled with the the social media kid. Well, it was supposed to be that they were doing the fight up on top of the Burj Khalifa on the helipad, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then that got that got switched to they went to the uh, Emirates Arena in mm-hmm. the UAE where they did these uh, exhibition fights. There's Floyd. He landed a good body, so he kept going back to the body. Poor Donnie Moore. <laughs> is he... Is he is, getting brutalized. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Are you taking... The, is he damaging his legacy by doing these type of things? I don't think he cares. It's money. Oh, I don't think he cares either. He's making yeah. He's making millions. He, exactly. He's, he's sitting millions. there and, and he can do... You know, let, let's be honest. When you have this type of fight, you know, he, he's just, you know, you can't even compare their their abilities. But when he looks really good, I don't think he's damaging anything. When he does something like the Logan Paul thing where you, you're you're putting yourself in against a guy that's 220 pounds, mm-hmm. and so you, you can cause yourself problems because, you know, there's a reason why we have weight classes. There's a reason why size is, yeah. you know, it, it's you've got to be careful with what you do. And uh, I don't know. You know, Floyd's, you can't take anything away from him. He's a remarkable boxer. Uh, he's been a remarkable businessman as far as his career and what he's done with it and his ability to make money. You know, if people in the UAE want to watch him, you know, do these things and, and pay him money, go, go. Yeah, Japan paid him to fight. Uh, oh, my God. <clears throat> Tetchin. I can't remember his name. Yeah, yeah a little kickboxer. But that was, that, yeah. was the, that was the only guy that's ever been smaller than Floyd. And you would look and you went, oh, man, that's not going <sighs> to. Well, the story on that, right? So that was New Year's Eve in Japan. Yep. So they're eight hours behind. That's right. So what he did was, that's why he went out there and got the kid out of there. He already had a private jet waiting. Yep. He grabbed his cash before he fought. Nine right million dollars. Out. Then he grabbed that and then he went straight to the airport, jumped on the flight, got to Vegas for New Year's here. That's right. Like he, he was like, boom. Take my whatever he got paid. I think it was like six or eight million dollars. Yeah, nine million dollars. Nine million dollars. Yep. That's insane. He got paid nine it's million dollars for a couple minutes work mm-hmm. and then uh just jumped on a plane. Jumped his private jet, came yeah. back, he's like, Nope. Yep. Hey. That's, that's if you nice. can do it, you can do it. I ain't mad at it. That's I'm it. just wondering if it starts getting to a point where it starts ruining his legacy. Yeah. Yeah. I look at it. Dude, you know, what, what happens? What happens, John? If he he's not going to fight any more of those big guys, I think he learned no. a lot from the Logan Paul thing. Yeah, absolutely. I think he learned a lot because he got hit a lot more than he wanted to get hit in that fight. Yeah, and he got tired from a guy that was bigger laying on him, pushing mm-hmm. him. You know, weight makes a difference. You know that. What, you know. Yeah. Let, let's let's be honest. Okay, when you and I fuck around, you don't like the weight. <laughs> fuck no, man. You just follow me, man. Well, see, fuck. and that's the point. So if you're Floyd, like, like that fucking oak tree fell on you, boom, fucking <laughs> see Thompson's. I didn't, I, I, did, I didn't like the weight, <laughs> but it's serious. Just... Weight makes a fucking huge difference, man. And it's when you have to deal with carrying it and having it push, you know, Hey, that's not easy, man. Especially mm-hmm. as you're, you know, getting older and it's just different. Yeah. Don't do it. 
What, I have a question. Why the fuck is he going with this like homeless man look though? He was Pretty Boy Floyd. Now he looks like a homeless guy. He hasn't been Pretty Boy. Ass beard. He hasn't been Pretty Boy Floyd for how long? He's he's the he's like, money he's man. Still a good looking guy though. He's still a good looking guy. Put yeah. some respect on your face, bro. Get shave that shit off. Nah, whatever man, that thing I, is. I like him with the beard. Keep the beard, right. Floyd. Anyways. Keep the beard. All right, next fight. Uh, all right, Anderson Silva. Uh, yeah, here are there you go. Some highlights. Um, everybody's raving about how how he was uh, performing at the age yeah. of forty-seven. Yeah. So okay. here are the here are the, here are the kind of main highlights that um, people were excited about. This is a beautiful that that right hand over the top was beautiful, right at the bell. <laughs> Watch this thing. What? Here, let me stick my chin up. Bump. Oh yeah. Bink. You look at, but again, I think Anderson has been looking great. I love the fact that he is continuing to do well. I love the fact that he's happy with the boxing. I think that he should be the opponent for Jake Paul. I don't think Jake Paul wants that. But who's Bruno Machado? No, no, no. Come on. But I also think maybe they're just trying to keep Anderson happy by keeping him busy. Well, I think so too. You know, you know, and I don't blame him. But you know, but you, I need any names. Give me somebody. Yeah. You know, I'll take him and Logan, or I'll take him and Jake. Oh yeah, I'll take those fights. But I mean, like, like Jake, Jake has a good chance of beating them. The Absolutely, chin, that's the biggest thing: the chin, the speed, and the yeah. chin will be a factor. You I know? don't think Jake will be any faster than him. Still, at one time, Anderson was way faster than Jake. Oh, for sure. For but, sure. but we're I not think, we're not talking twenty years ago, bud. Yeah, we're talking right now. I know, right? Well, and right now, I'm saying, I think they're close. You're Anderson Silva shill. <laughs> I probably am. <laughs> You're Anderson Silva shill. I am. No, I, I, I get it, man. I, I get love it. the guy. He's a legend in the sport. He's been around a long time, and you know, well, I, I, I would hate to see him lose uh, to Jake Paul. Oh, uh, dude, that would that that would be crushing. That would kill me. Yeah. I mean, but it would be a good. I mean, a good little nobody. Nobody right now that uh, Jake has beaten has, has crushed me. That one would crush me. And Anderson is saying that he is kind of prepping for that uh, fight. So just as an FYI, yeah. yeah. For those of you guys listening to us on the audio, if you guys if you guys hear that background noise, that is John's. That John lives now in a tin house in a no, tin no. can. Come on, and that's see? what it sounds like when the rain hits his ceiling, his see? roof. <laughs> I have to point this out so people understand. He decided to move from a beautiful lake cabin. We never had these problems. That's now because I was on the, I was on the basement. The roof is up high. It was still a metal roof. Now, now, now he's now I he's uh, in a tin can. I should I should I should have put my studio up on the upper floor just so you could have heard how hard the rain goes off it of a metal so roof. It is so loud. <laughs> really? Is the it? first time I think like ten. I don't know how many shows ago it was, but the very first time you did your filming in there, it was pouring down rain. I thought it sounded like a fucking moving truck. Coming. <laughs> I was like, "What is going on? Like, you have construction going on outside?" He's like, oh, no, "No, it's rain. It's rain. It's rain hitting my ceiling, yeah. my roof." All right, next. Uh, next story. So Usman is uh, said in an interview um, that he his hand uh, is not healing the way that he maybe hoped it would, um, and there's just there's the the injury is very complicated and that there's a lack of blood flow, um, and so it, it could potentially mean that he doesn't fight again. I think he's maybe just trying to. It sounds like maybe he's just trying to like um you know get the sympathy vote or whatever um, sympathy vote. What does he need a sympathy well, vote? Well, as far as as far as like um maybe trying to overhype it a little bit is what I mean. But um 
he did he did say that he could potentially not fight again. So my question is, Hamzat is now calling out Leon Edwards. Um, could we see an interim title fight here um, for the welterweight belt? And that fucking that poor Leon man. Or does Usman <laughs> write off? They're fucking him. They really uh, are. They are fucking him. I don't. I don't get it. I don't understand. I, don't I mean, understand. he's he's such a good guy. Yeah. As far as he's articulate, he freaking fights well. He doesn't do anything stupid on the outside that you can. You, you look and you go. I guess he, the problem is he's not that mouthy guy. No, he's not. He's he not can. Mouthy. He can be. Yeah. I mean, like I've been. I've trained with him. He's he got a mouth on him. Are you screwing him, Josh? <laughs> He can talk some shit. You know what, Dave? You sit over there, okay? <laughs> Shh. <laughs> How are they screwing him? Yeah. He should have got a title fight two, three fights ago. But if even if he ends up fighting Hamzat for interim belt, it's still nah, a title interim title. No, like you want a shot at the real title. The whole time people are going to talk shit. No, man. I'll wait. I'll wait for him to get ready. I mean, I don't know. You, I'm sorry, but the, the Usman fight to me is a little bit more exciting. Not because Usman is the champion. Is because they have already fought each other and you saw the outcome. Now in this fight, Leon's went back to the drawing board and made himself a lot better well, in a lot of different areas. A, it's been a long time. It's been like what seven years, yeah, six years, something six like years that. It's been or a so. Long time. Yeah. So but Josh, you also that, say like don't wait around. So like no, take, I say I say fights. don't wait. I say don't. He's already waited around this long. Keep going, Dave. Push that button, <laughs> yeah. baby. Come why, on, Dave. Why? Why would it like? Here's the thing: like you're gonna now you're gonna fight someone. What uh, Hamzat is? Where is he ranked? Look uh, him up. Hamzat's ranked like fourth now, isn't he? Oh, is he? Because he beat. Uh, yeah. Who did he beat? Who did he beat? He beat Gilbert. He is Gilbert three right now. Yeah, he beat he's number Gilbert. three. Yeah, he's three. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's like, right. Last time, because last time he he hadn't he hadn't fought Gilbert yet. That's right. So he was down at like ten or eleven. But I mean, dang. It's a, Leon's got a good chance of beating him. I've wa- I mean, after watching the the Gilbert fight, Leon's got a good chance of beating him. Oh yeah, he does. He's a lot. He's a lot faster. And and I got to be honest, I've we've seen we saw in the last fight with with Gilbert. If you if you push him around a little bit, you make him re- he starts to kind of not fold, but he wilts a little bit. <laughs> and Leon Leon can Leon can start to pepper him up on the outside the speed and the angles will be key he can never stand directly in front of him and trade punches and he's got to be very careful for the takedown but leon's no slouch on the ground now well he's no, when he, he fought usman the first time he's maybe. no slouch now no. with his wrestling defense he's, he's got good. good wrestling himself yeah don't forget what he did to uh the kid from iceland the good gunner nelson gunner yeah took him down out grappled him did all those things he just destroyed gunner you know, and I'm not trying to compare him to to Hamza in the wrestling department, but Leon's uh, speed on the takedown in the entrance, it's there. Oh, yeah. His uh, ability to control top position is there. Um, you know, it's a lot of work. I don't know if he wants to do that. You know, against Hamza, especially when he's fresh. But I think uh, the speed and the angles, along with the mixing in a couple little takedown attempts, will keep Hamza Hamza loyal to his defense and not just let him free fly, thinking that he can just. That Leon's not going to wrestle, yeah. so it could be it could be a difficult fight for him. I, don't I just know. I would have liked to have seen Leon and and Usman because of because they had passed and how that fight turned out, and then now how this fight how it could potentially turn out. And do I I kind of think also that 
that Usman is kind of, I think this is a ploy for more money. A little bit. Not much. Obviously, you have the hand surgery. You got to be very careful with your hands because that's your tool. Yeah, you got to carry it. But I also I also like a little bit of the, the Henry Cejudo situation. Yeah, man, I'm going to retire. I won the belt. All right. Well, where are we at now? Like, don't waste, don't waste your time in your prime to collect big checks. Dude, you, you need to make doing, you need to make a shirt out of that. My, don't waste your time <laughs> in your prime. Yeah. Hey, another shirt. There you go. Trying to get an extra dime. It's a Josh. Yeah. <laughs> there you there go. go. There you Dave go. Throwing in the last little bit of the shirt. All right. So um, I mean, yeah. If you're doing an interim fight, though, how do you not give Colby and Leon the fight? Like, that's the, that is no, the no, fight. No, 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 no. Okay, hold on. I want Number you to think, one. think about this. Stop. You, you. This guy is a Colby You, show. you, you and Austin from Scotland. Shut up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Colby has been the interim welterweight champion already once, right? Exactly. Okay. I, the fight that Dana wanted to put together was Colby and Kamzat. Chemaev, that's the fight to put together. Unfortunately yeah. for Leon, yeah, he's getting passed over again, and yeah. it sucks. And in some way, he's going to end up where he doesn't fight for the title because if if Usman stays out and you do do the Colby versus Chemaev fight and you have a winner there, well, then you have to put that person against Usman. You know, when Usman comes back, the only way that Leon is in that position to fight is if Usman does retire, then that person who holds the interim belt now is the undisputed, and you could fight him against Leon. It's a weird situation. Yeah, but, I would yeah. do. I could see. I could see the Colby and the Leon fight be the, be for the interim title. But I mean, if you're gonna say who's high right now, I would Dana say Chimaya wants, Dana doesn't Leon. want. Dana wants that freaking Chimaya fight. He oh, wants Colby, Colby and Chimaya. He's already talked about it on ABC, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Not for an interim title, though. <laughs> Why not? Yeah, not for an interim title. Why not? Fucking Leon's Leon's contract's ready to go. All done. Yeah. He's just waiting on Usman, but, I mean, I don't know. John, I would I would prefer to see Leon versus Kamzat or Leon versus Colby. He deserves it. I'm not Wait saying around, he doesn't. Man. He absolutely deserves it. I'm not... There's, there's nothing... You're a Dana negative. White no, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I am. There's, there's nothing uh, negative that you can say about Leon. He's an unbelievable fighter. He's a good person. He deserves it. He's done everything that you can ask of someone. He's undefeated since his last uh, loss against you know Usman that was years ago. Mm -hmm. I can't. You, there's nothing you can say against him. I just in some way look at this and I go, I think he's going to get screwed again. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. They got to go where the money is. That's you know? usually the way it happens. It's called business. That sucks. All right, Dave, what else? All right. While we are talking about welterweight drama, um, George <laughs> Masvidal and Michael Perheer seem to have Michelle a little thing going on right Michelle, Michelle. Okay. Uh, seem okay. to have a little thing okay. going on right now. <clears throat> um... There was your uh, podcast. Dave is a Michelle. It's like a, it's like the step down from Karen. Michelle. My bad. Um, Go ahead. So, uh, called accused uh, Masvidal of sending DMs to his wife. Masvidal then comes out 
releases this um releases a screenshot where it looks like she actually went in Masvidal's DMs um and then Masvidal making the accusation that he's um just trying to get a big paycheck for with a fake narrative. Smart yeah, man. Using his using his Smart wife man. The, uh... Michelle, yeah. smart man. <laughs> hey. She's got to be in on it. Oh, of course. That's trash, man. That's oh, trash. look at you. I think it's look gross. Look at you. You're going to use your, you're oh, now use it's your wife gross. like that. Come that's, on. That's gross. Uh, it's all about getting that fight. I mean, Tell all right. Tell you know, me. Be honest. Tell me this. Find a find a different way, man. So I'm not I'm, talk, talk shit. Okay. Don't use your wife. I, I I agree. You shouldn't use your wife. But that's horrible. Tell me that's not a fight you'd be interested in. Put some respect in your wife's name, son. Tell me that's Jeez. not a fight you would not be interested in. I'm not interested at all. You don't want. You would not want to see, no. Pahar versus Masvidal. No. You're crazy. I, don't, I have no. I have you no have lost your fucking. I have no mind. desire to watch that fight. You have lost. You shut your whore mouth. No, I'm serious. <laughs> I have no desire to watch that fight. <laughs> oh my god! Is, I is would Pahe take even. Fight. A, is he even in the rankings? No. he probably is now because he just he beat is now. Evio. Well, he, yeah. So, so he'll be at 13, 14. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Let me let Mas me watch at him. Eight. Hey, give him Stephen Thompson. Give him uh, Sean Brady. Let's go, buddy. Uh, Sean Brady is not a good fight for him. Sean Brady will fuck him up. Well, it seems like we lost Big John because he has a huge thunderstorm and all the rain that goes along with Tennessee. And he's trying to convince me. Dave, he's trying to convince me to move to Tennessee. I'm like, absolutely not. Have you not seen what's going on with your internet? You have terabytes that don't ever work. Okay, so um, look. Big like John. Terabytes. It seems like he's got terabytes instead of terabytes. He's got terabytes. He's got terabytes instead of terabytes. Um, we lost him because of his uh, storm, it seems like, over there and the tin roof and all the other things, the electricity running through it probably. But, hey, I'm going to wrap this show up. I want to thank you guys for continuing to follow us. Go to wayneandpodcast.com, pick up some of our merch, and uh, it's all available there. But hindsight is 50-50. Like, I wish I would have had hindsight's 50-50 to go ahead and when the Ronda Rousey-Holly Holm fight happened, man, I would have been, I'd be cashing out. Man, we'd be just making tons of money. Overall, John and I have a lot of fun doing these shows, and we want to thank you guys for continuing to support us. We do have the hashtag and still shirt is available. All the hoodies and the sweatshirt sweaters. <laughs> Anyways, I still get them confused. Uh, we've got short sleeve, long sleeves. We got it all. So we want to thank you guys for continuing to support us. Go to butcherbox.com slash Wayne in. Use our promo code there, and they will give you some free stuff. Also, go to mybookie.ag. Use our promo code Wayne in there as well, and they will give you a little bit of extra cash for your first initial buy-in. And we've got so many other people to thank. We've got Breathe Fume. Breathe Fume is one of the best products for you guys for your health. So if you guys have that hand to, hand to mouth from smoking or vaping, get your Breathe Fume. Use your promo code Wayne in. Okay, and uh, pick those up and share them. Share them up. Share your information with us so we can talk about it on our show. I want to thank you guys for continuing to support our podcast. 